this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Katie from the crypt starring your host Katie and your co-host Daddy. It's Daddy. Daddy. And you're Katie. Yes. That's right. Happy death day, Katie. Happy death day, Daddy. Well, that, uh... That goes, that's a great segue into what we're talking about today. Yes. Uh, which is? Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yes. Mm, what are we drinking today? What do you got going on there? I got Kool-Aid. What kind Strawberry of Kool-Aid? Strawberry Kiwi. Strawberry Kiwi. I have uh, got my lips wrapped around a lemon tea Snapple. Same. Mm, best stuff on earth. This time, whenever we started the podcast, I didn't have to wait for Daddy to say, Go. Oh, yeah, you knew exactly what to do. Yes. Yep, you're a pro. I knew to wait for like five seconds and then go, hello. You're a pro with this. This episode is so late. Oh, it's so late. Ah. We watched, this is Saturday, this is the 21st. Mm-hmm. We watched Happy Death Day Friday night last week. And I still remember it. Last week. we Because w- I loved it so much. Yeah, because it was a good, uh, spoiler, we enjoyed this movie. Um... We were so busy, and I tweeted, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that we... Girl Scouts, softball, 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 Girl Scouts, volleyball, all week. There I got is... back from the volleyball game at, like, or today at, like, 12. Which you won. Yes, we won. High five. Wah! Yeah, that's right. My little girl's a winner. We've only lost once. Yeah. We've never lost. Well. Other than that one. Well, and you had to forfeit, because, um... There was like a soccer tournament, your first game. And so like half your team was at a soccer tournament. Uh, maybe they rescheduled. I don't know. Boy, it's terrible podcasting. So we meant to record this last weekend, but we just didn't have the time. And all week we didn't have the time. So it, it, it might almost seem like we're going to have a double feature because we're going to have to watch a movie this weekend and record another one, another podcast we tomorrow. We already know which one we're going to do. We do, but we'll talk about that at the end of the yes. show. So we're finally getting around to Happy Death Day. Sorry for the wait, but, you know, life happens. Yep. Right? What are you going to do? Yeah, nothing. No. <laughs> nothing. That's what you're going to do, folks. You're going to listen to the show and we decide to put it out. Yep. Yeah. This took a dark turn. You like that Kool-Aid, huh? Yeah. Well, we've been cleaning the house all day. I have, like, smitchy. So we got, we, we, we have, yeah, on this rainy day we've been cleaning, so we've, uh, we deserve a treat. A little, uh. Little Snapple, little Kool Aid. Mmm. Oh, that's so good. Even lemon tea, which I think is like the worst, the most bland tea, is still good when it's Snapple. Mm. I'm a peach man myself. Ah, that's my favorite. Boy, we're just going off the rails on this one. So, so we watched Happy Death Day. I was a little hesitant. You've been asking to watch this movie since it came out in October. And I've kept putting it off because You're it's like, P- yeah, we'll do it next, yeah, we'll what? do it next, sorry, we'll do it next. It's PG-13, but sometimes, you know, with like, right, like, a mo- like uh, I think Child's Play is like R-rated. And there's no reason for that to be an R-rated. That's like PG. This is like, maybe five and up. Yeah, well, this movie, it's PG-13, it's like, it's kids in college, I knew there's going to be a lot of like, sexual references, I wasn't sure how explicit that would be. You know, it doesn't have to have cursing to be uncomfortable. Um, so I was very hesitant to, to rent this movie, but I finally was just like, you know what, let's, we just got to jump in. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It was good. I, I wasn't, I didn't really have any problems with it. Nope. <clears throat> but why don't you uh, tell everybody a little bit about okay. what it's about. You, you so, remember, right? Mm-hmm. It's been like a week, but okay. It's about 
a like teenager. She's a girl. Her name's Tree. Yeah. Yeah. Trees. Tree. Yeah, it's like it's short for something, but Tree. Tree's her name. And she. It's her birthday. That's right. She's, yeah, she's in college. She, it's her birthday. And like she has a weird kind of roommate. She's her roommate's kind of nice, but she's also kind of weird. Yeah. You knew that she has something to do with whatever's gonna go on, and and she keeps on like the same thing keeps on happening over and over. Like yeah. that one time whenever she woke up. She got killed, and well, then she woke up again, and the same thing happened. Right. She's in a cycle. So she, she that night, she's going to like her birthday party, and she's murdered, mm-hmm. right? And then she instantly wakes up, and it's that same morning all over again. Mm-hmm. And then she keeps on getting killed. Yep. Wake up again. Wakes up again. Killed. Yep. Wakes up again. Killed. If this sounds like another very famous movie, Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, you would be correct. That is almost exactly what this is. It is a... It is... Groundhog's Day meets Screams. It's like a horror version of Groundhog's Day, which you have not seen, so you don't get that reference. But someday you probably will see Groundhog's Day, Katie Bug, and you will know exactly. You'll be like, oh, this movie's a rip-off Happy Death Day. <laughs> it's yeah. not. Um, but it's a familiar concept, but it's a cool concept because that's never been done. This also is a, a light comedy. that has some comedy tones to it, which I, I do, uh, do appreciate in my horror movies. It doesn't all have to be terror. You can have some highs and lows in the tone. Like Twilight Zone. Like, like Twilight Zone, yeah. So I thought this was a pretty neat concept, and that's what drew me to it back before it, it was released, was just that idea of just repeating, trying to figure who the murderer is, the different ways she gets out of of one one way of dying, only to end up dying a different way, you know, and yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun, actually, to see all the different ways. That she can die. Uh-huh. <laughs> that this that this one you know masked killer can kill her. Yeah. And the way she learns, and you know, and each time she goes through the day, she rehashes these experiences better and better, which leads to some pretty funny montages. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty yeah. funny show. Uh, not a lot really to talk about it though, because. I don't know about you, but I felt the movie because it just it just like lives the same moments over and over, just sort of like replays those. Not a lot happens. Let's talk about the different way she dies. That's almost like the big sell of this the, movie. Should we do the ending part? We'll do the ending part after, after the, the commercial, after the commercial. Like, after the commercial, we'll talk about the ending. Okay. Some of the big points. So yeah, so she wakes up and she's got she, she apparently she she thinks she had like a one night stand with this. Nice college kid. He, he's he's kind of a dorky guy. He's a nice guy. Oh, and she's completely unlikable. That's sort of the moral of this movie is her becoming a good person. She is a uptight, sorority, vain, emotionally, verbally abusive young woman. Yeah. She's very mean. The company she keeps in her sorority is the same way. They're all very mean. They're very shallow people. Uh, except her roommate, who is nice, but she is very mean to her nice roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell what? Because that that plays a lot into it later. What her roommate, um, how what her roommate does for her for her birthday? A cupcake. She baked her a cupcake. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yes, but in a way it was mean. Well, in what she way. says is she's like, oh, she's like happy birthday, and she has a cupcake with a candle, and a tree is. I'm like, well, how'd you know it was my birthday? And she's like, oh, well, I, I looked at your driver's license. It's creepy. Yeah, and figured it out, and I made you a cupcake, but she. 
the tree's so me, she's just like, oh, I don't need the calories. And she, like, tossed the cupcake in the trash can. Just mean. Mean to everyone. At least just blow out the candle and say thank you. Yeah, but that's the point, though. She's she's a horrible person. And so she goes about her day. Um, she's, she's having an affair with her teacher, one of her professors, mm-hmm. who works at the hospital. Her roommate also works at her. Her roommate is, like, pre-med or... Or interning. I don't know all the college stuff. Her roommate works at the same hospital that her her lover is at. And he's married. So that's a whole thing. So the movie is really full. Except for the guy whose house she wakes up at. He's a very nice guy. And the roommate at least appears to be very nice. It's a little creepy because I thought at the beginning. I was like, wait. She looked at her driver's license? Yeah. That's weird. But everybody else... Everybody else, though, is legitimately horrible. The guy that likes tree. Not the dorky guy. Yeah, the the, the one who's secretly gay. The one who, like, jumps out from around the corner and was like, how come you haven't called me? I keep calling you. No. No? Um, There's another one? The one that kind of, it's like a Brandon. got, like, the kind of the poo hair. Poofy the one, hair? The one that the huh. guy killed. Yeah, oh, that's the one that, that's the one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was at her, her soror- The president of the sorority is like her best friend, but they're sort of frenemies. And they, a few nights into this, she actually makes it to the party finally. And the guy there, her, her, her frenemies into, but that guy's into tree, so it's this sort of love triangle kind of thing. That guy, and then they're in the room, and and he ends up getting killed. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, so every time, so she she keeps reliving. So she wakes up and she was like, "Oh my god, I was just I was just stabbed, you know, or something. You know, I was just stabbed in the face last night, and I woke up here." But of course, none of these people know what's going on. To them, but it's the all the same thing. thing. She wakes you know, it's up the first time. Before it hits her, sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's like waking up from a bad dream, and she keeps like so. You know, the first time she just gets stabbed, and she makes it past that. Yeah, like. They and then one her time head she back she, and then they. Knife. Yeah, another time, like, he throws her head back and, like, yeah, stabs her, like, in the neck. And then, like, another time she gets thrown off of a building or something. And then, like, another time. So she she makes it. <laughs> she gets a little farther every time. And she um, she makes it to. She gets, like, arrested by the cops. She's like, if I'm in jail, the killer can't get me. And so the cop, like, arrests her and puts her in the car. And then and a car, like, like, runs the cop over. And this yeah, is like in the he's trailer. Just, he's just standing there, and then he looks in the car. And, and, wham, and plows into him. And, and then he, uh, it turns out that the killer had put gasoline on up to the car. And then he dropped a match. Yeah. And she couldn't get out of the car because she was handcuffed. Because she was handcuffed and locked and in so the back of the police it, car. it blew up the car while she Yeah, the car, the car blows up, and she wakes up, you know, instantly. She jumps out of bed, and she's kind of, like, patting herself down or something, I think. Like, she was on fire. You know, but she's fine. Yeah, and and so the guy, every time the guy turns around, he freaks out because, you know, this chick I was he, just with. He, like, whenever she jumps up, he hits his head. Like, he's kind of under a desk, and he goes, Ow! Uh, Yeah, yeah, always reliving it again. Uh, it's pretty funny. So it's it's pretty creative. It's a, it's a creatively made movie. I mean, the script is good. I didn't, I didn't really walk away with a whole lot gained from this. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, that's a good movie. And I bet after we do this podcast, I'll have forgotten about it. Yeah. I kind of only remembered it for the podcast. <laughs> what do you, what what do you think? 
What were your impressions? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I loved it. You loved it? I loved it. Wow, I that's so it. strong. I remembered it because I loved it. Yeah? Now, what did you love about it? Like, the twists and the way she gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a, Kate's got a big smile on her face right now. It's a little disturbing. <laughs> Get in that mic. Yeah, well, but the next thing, okay, so the movie, oh, so ooh, she, I finally just didn't say everything. Yeah, yeah, we'll save. We'll save a lot of the the third act stuff for after the commercial break. But so the guy that she's with, she 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 met this guy at a, at a party or something like before. We don't see any of that, and she wakes up and she's in his dorm. Um, and the guy is like legitimately kind to her, and she's very. And the guy walks mean. in and he's like, whatever he says, he's like a Chinese guy. He goes. Yeah, yeah, like the dorky roommate doesn't play a whole lot of role in the movie, but um, but as as. As it goes by, like the next, you know, the next couple of days, she starts telling him, "I'm about to sneeze." Hold on, I think I'm about to sneeze. I wish I sneeze already. I can feel <laughs> it building in my nostrils, and oh my god, I think it's it's gone. Whatever, what a waste of time. I love a good sneeze. Ugh, I hate that. Whatever this is, this sneeze limbo that I'm in right now. It's like my nose is constipated. Anyway. Like it needs a fart. <laughs> so, so eventually she just comes clean and she's like, "Look, because she, cause she she tries to tell the roommate. The roommate's like, whatever, you're playing a prank on me.' But she goes and tells this guy because she's just like, screw it. What do I have to lose? I'll redo this tomorrow.' And she's like, "I don't know what's happened to me, but this is what's happening. That guy's gonna fall down. That car alarm's gonna go off. Those sprinklers are gonna come on. Yeah, and he and she's calling it." And the guy's like, oh my god, I don't understand this, but that's obviously what's happening. I, I love it. I love it in horror movies when the supporting cast believes. I like it at the end. She gets all happy, and so she brings a pillow for the guy that falls over. Yeah. And Carter's on, and she's like, hey, watch out for the sprinklers. Yeah, because there's students like studying on the grass, and so she lets them know ahead of time. So they get out of it. Yeah. But I, I like in movies where, when, when presented with the evidence, the characters say... Okay, I'm on board. Uh, there's so many movies where you will just show them everything, and they'll still be like, hey, "You're you gotta be lying to me or something." It's like, dude, how dumb are you? Just believe. The guy believes, and he's a really sweet guy. So over time, I guess she starts to learn the value of love from his kindness, and I think over and over again she starts to see just kind of like how mean she is to everybody around her. And so we go from her being like. You know, very abusive, very, you know, very shallow to being kind to some of the sorority sisters who are being picked on. Yeah, they're, they're, it's pledge week. So, like, one one of the pledge guys is about to fall over. He's, he's like, sleep deprived. And he falls over in the grass, like, every morning. But this time she brings a pillow and she throws it under him. And, like, right when he falls, he lands on the pillow. Um, she starts just being a better person. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to Kelly... Who brings chocolate milk and she's like, I didn't have breakfast with you. And like, get. And yeah. Then she, and right. then she pops up with chicken wings. Yeah, she like sits down beside her. She's got like little Debbie snacks and stuff, which I don't really. Okay, so like this, one of the things about this sorority is that they all keep it tight. They don't eat junk food. They're very, they're very fit. They're very attractive. And they work at it, which I like. I like, you know, you work, work to keep yourself healthy because that's what they are. They're healthy. Maybe their motivation's off, but in the end, they're going to live longer than other people because they're healthy. And one of the sorority sisters sits down and she's got like chocolate milk and like a hot dog and stuff. And and the other girls in the sorority kind of shame her into not eating that. But it's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's kind of 
kind of bad for you. Let's not, let's not get in the habit of being addicted to sugars and carbs when we're not. And so, like, a couple of days later, you know, obviously Tree knows that this incident's going to happen. So she sits down beside her, and she's got, like, a whole tray of, like, junk food, of, like, snacks and chips to make her not feel so ashamed for drinking chocolate milk, which is fine. You shouldn't be ashamed for drinking chocolate milk. But as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, you shouldn't be eating. There's, like, ten cupcakes or little no ho-hos or something on this thing, like Twinkies. Why? That's not good. Uh, maybe I thought too much into it, but I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Like, you're not really helping anybody. I'm kind of on the sorority side with this one. Let's not let's not be little piggies. I've started running. I'm I'm fat. I mean, I'm I'm a fat guy, and and I can't be this way anymore. I'm I'm 30. I'm almost 40, and at this rate, I'm not even going to live to see my grandkids. So, especially now that I got an office job, I just sit eight hours a day. So on my lunch, I'm I'm running a mile every day, and it's like I've got to start. I gotta start cutting down. So when I see a movie like this where all these like young healthy people start picking out, I was like, no, no, don't, don't be like, don't make those mistakes. That's what I did. You got nothing, nothing to contribute to the snack, the snack issue. Well, cause you're, you're nine and you want to eat all those snacks. Yep. Yep. I also like fruits and vegetables though. You do like fruits and vegetables. You're such a healthy eater. You'd probably do very well in that sorority actually, cause you're beautiful. And you eat healthy, and you are a social butterfly. Mm. Yeah, you do well in college. Yeah, but the movie though, it, it, the the whole point of the movie, in between all of the like the fun uh, ways that she dies and stuff, and it's not a particularly bloody movie or even a particularly violent movie. It's PG thirteen. Yes, Kate needs to go to the restroom. She just whispered in my ear for no reason. You could just say, "I gotta go pee." <laughs> Well, you know, there's no there's no secrets on this podcast. We're we're an open book. Okay, so it's just me right now. So as a parent, I was a little disturbed at the first like twenty minutes of the movie when she's very horrible to everybody. All of her friends are horrible to each other. There's a lot of bad people um, treating each other badly, and watching that with a nine year old and eleven year old, I was a little off putted by that. I just don't like that example of like the whole friend of me, especially with my daughter, because that seems to just really permeate in sort of the culture with women. They they think it's okay to act that way. I th- feel like guys are a little more honest. If I don't like you, I don't like you. But women, I don't know, a little deceitful. I don't know why they feel like they need to be that way. So I'm uncomfortable when movies portray that. When beautiful women in like colleges and stuff who seem sort of glamorous to a little girl act that way. I didn't like it. I was I was a little uncomfortable with the first few minutes. I don't even think Kate noticed, but after the main character, Tree, starts to become like a good person, she starts rebelling against that mentality and the, the attitudes of her sorority sisters and her friends, and and I was on board after that. <clears throat> so I definitely ended the movie with a better impression than, than what I was uh, starting off with. We're wrapping up. She's still in the bathroom. Uh, this is a great time to cut to commercial break then. Okay. All right. Commercial break. Happy commercial break, everybody. It is your favorite co-host and life coach and personal shopper, Nick from Katie from the Crypt. And I'm here to tell you about our wonderful sponsors, the first being uh, Blueberry.com. We use Blueberry for all of our podcasting domain hosting needs. Uh, Great people, great price, and we definitely can't get a better price than free. 
So we're offering a, a deal for you out there in the world. If you want to start your own podcast, go to Blueberry.com, enter in our promo code CRYPT, and you will receive a free month of their podcast hosting service. So you can try out some different stuff. You can see if you like podcasting. If you're not too sure, cost you nothing. If you dig it, just stay with them. Then you can just pay per month. If you don't like it, then just cancel. And you're not at anything, and you can at least say you gave it a shot. So Blueberry.com, promo code CRIP. We wouldn't steer you wrong, folks. <clears throat> Speaking of steering you right, let me tell you about Beard Bro. Oh, Kate showed up. Beard Brand. <laughs> That's perfect timing. Are you wearing any beer brand today? No. No, because it's Saturday yeah. and volleyball. You're in your jammies right now. Yeah. I tell you, I am, though. I've got some beer brand going. Pony I had Tree Ranger sea salt spray this morning. And I, I just took a shower, worked in the yard, and I put old money utility bomb. No, the utility bomb on my face. I've started using the utility bomb as a face moisturizer, and I am not regretting it. My face is so soft. I am not dry. Uh. When I <laughs> she's feeling my face. When I get out of the shower, my skin is so dry. I hate I hate on my hands, my fingers, and my face feel. And I've just started putting uh, some utility balm on my face in my hands. I feel great. My skin's soft anyway. You're well, yeah, because you're nine. You and you drink lots of water. But I'm 38, and I don't have that advantage. I get a little dried out. And uh, beer brand is really helpful. And I smell great. My hands smell great. My face smells great. Uh, smell you just, you just cannot go wrong. Kid at my school named Ivan. He said, "Ooh, what's that delicious smell?" Is that right? And I said, "It's beer brand." And he said, "Oh, it's beer brand." And I said, "It's for our podcast show. There's these wonderful guys there, and they give us products." And right now, uh, I'm wearing Old Money, and he says, "Wow, I really love that smell." Is that right? Well, look it. at you. He says, I have a tiny mustache. Maybe I should use it. <laughs> and I said, you won't regret it. Well, this nine-year-old's a walking billboard. So, you know, beard brand, obviously, it's more than just dudes with beards like me. A nine-year-old girl and my 11-year-old son wears the products. Especially for his hair. He needs beard. messy hair. Beard Keeps brand has done wonders for his calicky, messy hair. So go to beard brand. The scents are all fantastic. The prices mm -hmm. are great. It's a great mm -hmm. product. You won't regret it. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I don't guess there's anything really to talk about. We got show notes. You can go to Reddit. We have a page on Reddit, Katie from the Crip. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Katie Crip. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's about it. All right, back to the show. Okay, we're Hi. back. Hi, everybody. Uh, uh, if you guys don't want to hear any spoils, get out of here. Yeah, do we want to go ahead and talk about the ending? Yes. All right, tell about the ending. All right, so the roommate gives... There's a cupcake, but it turns out the cupcake is poison. The the cupcake, it's been. It's funny. Um, the Danielle, um, the head of the skinny ladies. The sorority. <laughs> yeah, the sorority. Yeah. She goes, "Why a cupcake? We don't even eat cupcakes here. Mm -hmm. Why would she even want to?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the movie was leading off into a pretty good direction that at the hospital is this, um, like, serial killer. Yeah. And the police have him arrested, and he's, he's recovering in this hospital. And he gets out. At one point, he does break out, and so you think, well, he broke out, and she keeps running across him, and he's been the guy killing her. And she ends up killing him instead. Uh -huh. She won. Hey, she won. She killed the bad guy. Everything's going to be great. She, her life will go on. She woke up the She was still, she ends up, she ends up waking up. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, I, I killed that guy. What could it be? 
Well, we find out that it was that nice roommate. It's the roommate. Yeah, the roommate who is a who is a med student mm-hmm. who was also at that hospital. She had control of him. Yeah. And and she put on put on like they have babies as their mascot. And yeah. and so she put a baby mask on the killer, mm-hmm. but then she put one on herself to make the girl think that it was him. Yeah. Because Basically, she, yeah, the, the roommate was using the killer as, like, a frame job. Well, I'll blame it on the killer. And so she was able to let him, like, escape because she was working there overnight as well. But the, the friend was a killer because the friend was in love with the professor that also worked at the hospital as well. Yeah, she tried to kill her just for a guy. Yeah, over a guy. Yeah, the motivation is kind of weak, but, um, but it was still good. So what she did is she poisoned the cupcake. So when Tree came home after killing the, the killer, she ate the cupcake, and that poison, it killed her. So that's how she ended up waking up the next day. So that, that's when she realized it was it was her. So they get into a little fight, and she, like, well, she chunks her out of a window. Yeah, like, they're on the bed, and then um, Tree grabs the cupcake, and he shoves it in yeah, her mouth. Yeah, shoves it in her mouth, And then yeah. he shoves her off the win- out yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah. And there's this little Chinese girl that's on the side. She's like listening to Chinese music and she's like reading. Books. Well, I think she, she's Japanese. And she I think she goes, to yeah. 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 The body lands like right in front of her. Yeah. So the the ending is like, oh, you were sleeping with a guy I was into. Uh, it's it's kind of lame. You were sleeping with a guy, and I went ahead time and I can't. Yeah. But but I can't fault the writing. Did set it up from the beginning. The clues were there. It, it didn't come out of nowhere. Um, so I, I respect that at least, even if I thought it was a little weak, at least that you could say they didn't just, you know, pull it out of their booties at the last minute. Well, we got to have some kind of killer who, well, let's make it the friend. No, they had it set up all through the movie that that was going to happen. And so she does win. Now there is going to be, because the thing about the movie, it was really annoying. They never explained why she was in this Groundhog's Day cycle. So they're making a second one. So they are making a second one. I think either shoots next year or is released next year. I can't remember which. And it it picks up like exactly where this leaves off, and it leaves off with sort of a um, pretty and pink kind of ending where her and the guy who's now her boyfriend um, sit down. He he like gets her like a cupcake or something, and they with a candle. It's kind of like the end of uh, Sixteen Candle or Pretty. And P- Isn't she pretty? Isn't Pretty Sixteen Candle? Which one's Pretty and Pink? I have no idea. You have no idea. Sixteen really Candles. Wow. I'm getting all my Molly Ringwalds confused. Nah, 16 Candles. Pretty and Pink's the one where she works at the record store. That's got Ducky. Yeah, and Blaine. Okay, 16 Candles has um, the Donger. Okay, 16 Candles. It's the end of that. You haven't seen any of those movies, have you? Nope. God, I cannot wait. I cannot wait till I expose you children to John Hughes. Oh, it's so beautifully 80s. Through all you were like, who it is? I love it. I love love those Brat Pack movies so much. We're talking about horror movies. Such a wonderful time. Yeah, opposite opposite of horror. Funny and lighthearted and wonderful. But back to horror. But it does have a happy ending. But they never explain the, the time cycle. So fortunately, the sequel is supposed to answer that question, and I will see the sequel because I was uh, I was I happy with this what movie. the other guy said. He said, "Did you guys have?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He thought she wasn't there. Yeah. So okay, so you were you you love this movie? You said right? Yeah. So I uh, I guess you really don't get too much higher praise than that. Five. Then love, you'd give it a full five, huh? Uh-huh. I 
think I'll just barely give it a four. I found while the movie's premise is very uh, premise is very creative, very original. I, I don't know, the any kind of motivation stuff was kind of lame. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like okay, that was a good movie. I'm glad I got it at Redbox. I paid a buck eighty nine or something for it, and instead of going to the theater, it's been in you know twenty twenty dollars for both of us. Uh, I would have been a little bit more miffed to the movie if I had paid that much money for it. But it's in Redbox right now. Um, it's a solid movie. It's a good Friday night movie. Get some popcorn. If your kids are a little older, I'd say your age, at least your age. I you probably you could probably wait till double digits. Probably wait till like seven year old. Oh, older than that. I wouldn't have wanted you to watch it any younger than nine than you are now. I was hesitant to show it to you now, but I but I, that I was got eight and a half. Eight and a half? No, no, at least nine. But but I, my hesitation was unfounded. It's a fine movie for her age. But if you went a little older, you wouldn't be wrong in doing that. Yeah, it was a good movie. Happy Death Day. It's a good movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? I say what are we doing next week, but really we need to record our second episode tomorrow. Or our next episode tomorrow. What, what are we watching? Insidious 2. Insidious 2. Oh, we are? Yeah, I just found. I, I didn't know. I bought it. I bought Insidious Two at some point. I completely forgot. I found it in a box. Box. Oh. Yeah. So oh, we're gonna watch Insidious Two this weekend, and record our next episode on that. Who knew? I didn't know. I I have Insidious Two. I didn't even know it. All right, everyone. So thank you for waiting on this episode. Happy Death Day. Go check it out. You really won't be disappointed. It's a fun movie. It won't stick with you, but you'll enjoy it while it's on. And I guess with that, till next time. What do we say? Stay scary. Stay scary.